Hey, what's up? It's BZ, and you're listening to the Messy and Mundane Podcast. Surprise! Episode number two is here in a flash. I got a little movery, I guess, if you will, with excitement and wanting to get out a second episode before I jump back into the working girl life with my new job tomorrow. Yes, I got a new job. I left Burger Up in Franklin after being there, leaving and coming back. Gosh, was it two and a half to three years altogether? It was kind of sad to come to the conclusion that I needed to leave, but I guess I just knew that it was my time to go. I needed to start fresh somewhere. I knew that a transition was coming. So yeah, I'm actually going to be at a really cool joint in Donaldson called Tenfold Brewery. So yeah, they opened in 2020 and pretty much thrived during the pandemic in comparison to a lot of other businesses. So I thought that was definitely a business I wanted to work for. And I'm super excited to work for. I'm going to be the assistant general manager, which comes with all the promotion things. And I'm super pumped. So y'all got to come and visit me while I'm there. So that was a quick update of my life. But I wanted to move on to some thoughts that I had today after a conversation with somebody. I have a friend that actually was curious about my life. And they asked questions about things that... I struggle with or my diagnosis and it's sort of been something I wouldn't talk a lot about. I've talked to close friends and mentors about that when I was struggling with things but never anything like super in-depth and if I did it was because I was in the middle of some weird crisis. Um, Long story short I've been in and out of therapy since I was 15 way before it became a cool thing to be in therapy. So I guess I'm one of the OG people to make it cool. Thank you. (laughs) I feel like mental health in general has become the new fad in America and everybody wants to talk about it all the time and everybody wants to normalize it. But I mean, I sound like a jerk. I think that's a really great thing because it definitely takes away the shame factor for a lot of people. But I also think that everyone wants to have a mental illness now or thinks that they need to be on medication when in reality they just need to do, you know, center themselves, find a higher power like God or something or stop trying to be a trend. Yikes. I feel like that's going to be kind of crazy and get a lot of head spinning because I definitely might be in the minority of those thoughts. It just seems like Mental illness has been on the rise ever since it became a public normalization of the topic, I guess, which makes someone like me who actually struggles with a lot of different things every single day and almost every single minute feel extremely small and insignificant, especially since I've dealt with it for literally half of my life, if not more than half. It's just become a thing that I kind of shrug off sometimes and say, well, everyone struggles with this. When in actuality, I'm created very differently than everyone else around me. And my struggles are actually my struggles. So yeah, it's a weird topic to think about. With that said, when they asked me that, I sort of smirked and laughed because I felt like I could get out years worth of journals of things that happened to me or things that I had done to create such chaos and mess in my life. For those of you out there who don't know, I struggle with bipolar 2 disorder as well as mild anxiety, 
social anxiety, addictions, depression, and a mild case of PTSD. I have to take two types of antidepressants to keep me happy during the day and up and ready to tackle anything that comes my way. Um, I also take a mood stabilizer, which levels me out, calms my anger issues and irritability. Needless to say, if I don't take these things, I become somewhat of an issue, if not the most annoyed, frustrated, angry, irritable, sad, asshole, crazy person in the room who basically thinks that life is a waste of time. So I definitely want to take those every day. (laughs) I'm telling you, you'd want to be my best friend when I don't take them. I'm just kidding. Relationships have been somewhat of a struggle because of this stuff. And the people that do stick around are friggin' angels. Like, seriously. My friends know who they are. And they've been a godsend to me in my life. Because this stuff has really, really taken a toll on me. I'm almost 35. And I've been dealing with this since I was 15. To try to figure so many things out. And to heal from so many things. So I appreciate all of you very, very much who have stuck around because I mean I can be a mess or as some people would say I have a mess I am not a mess but I have one I just need to clean it up a little bit so a lot of you are probably wondering what the difference between bipolar one and bipolar two disorder are basically bipolar one is also characterized as manic depression you have really high highs and extremely low lows And you can switch and go between the two like really quickly um, over nothing, to be honest. Nothing can happen. It can you can just flip a switch and go. But bipolar one is like the extreme version of those things. And I have the second one. The second one is it's not as high or low. So I'm a little bit more leveled, I guess you could say, uh, versus the first one. But I still struggle with those. And so those medications that I take are to help me level out more in the middle as far as mood goes. And bipolar 2 people tend to have more of those lows than they do the highs, which why a lot of them turn to drugs, uh, uppers, to keep themselves going. And, And that is kind of what I did for a long period of time. And I got clean and... Then I relapsed again and had a little bit of a an issue for like a couple months and then I got clean again. So it's a struggle every single day. And it's kind of crazy because for most of your life, like they don't want to diagnose kids and teenagers with this because it's kind of I mean, they think of it as kind of a death sentence in a way when they label you um, because it is considered a disability, which sucks. I definitely don't put that on my job applications as a disability because people freak out when they see those things. I don't. I mean, I've lived with it my entire life. So it's not something, obviously, to be freaked out about. And if you know me, you know that my life's a little different than that. And I'm not as up and down as most people would be. Some of the uh, symptoms that people tend to have with bipolar 1 or bipolar 2 is flying suddenly from one idea to the next or rapid, pressured, uninterruptible and loud speech. I've gotten that way too. Increased energy with hyperactivity and a decreased need for sleep. I've definitely been that way. I got that way when I was doing drugs as well. An inflated self-image or a completely like deflated self-image. So it's either one or the other. It was never really in the middle. 
excessive spending. I definitely, when I was younger, I had an issue with that. And I would spend, 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 buy whatever. Uh, I definitely am in a different place in my life with that. I budget extremely well and I've never had an issue having a job. So that hasn't been an issue as of late. Thank the Lord uh, for that as I matured and grew up. Uh, the other two, hypersexuality and substance abuse, which both of those things I definitely, definitely struggled with for a long time in my life. And a lot of people knew about some things. A lot of people knew nothing and just thought I was a little quirky and a little weird and, you know, just a little too popular uh, with the boys or the girls, too. Um, I definitely found myself, you know, liking women for a short amount of time, dating women, too. And so it, it got really crazy for me in my life. And it was interesting to slow down and move away from everything that I knew and start fresh and try to figure all of that stuff out, which was really good for me. Like I said, I'm on some really great medications and I'm really stable and I have a really great job and employment has never been an issue for me. I've always been able to find a job and I've always worked very hard. So that wasn't ever a thing. It's mostly the relationship thing, the guy thing, the girl thing, the the drugs, the the deflated self-image has been a huge struggle in my life. And so, yeah, when somebody asks me these questions, I just never really know what to say. Uh, Sometimes I'm looking up these definitions of what these things are and just kind of go from there just to kind of explain, you know, about these things. The other really hard thing that people don't realize is trying to find the right medication for you because it's not always an easy road with that either. It took me years to find the right stuff. I went on things that made me extremely depressed and suicidal. I went on things that made me sleep for days on end. I went on things that made me crazy and and just hyper and unstable and just not functioning well. And there were medications that made me a zombie. I'm thinking of one in particular that I took that usually works for a lot of people, but there's like a very, very low, low percentage of people who are allergic to it. It's called Lamictal. And guess who was in that very, very low percentage? Me. I am highly allergic to Lamictal. I took it and within a week, I started to get a rash on my finger that progressed to the rest of my arm and my stomach and my legs and my face within a couple of hours. And I had something called Steven Johnson's syndrome. You should go look it up. It's really disgusting. But needless to say, I had to go in and have two penicillin shots right in the butt to get rid of that. So yeah, it's it's a journey, guys. All of this is a journey if you are struggling with finding out what your diagnosis is. If you're going in and you have no idea, but you know something's wrong and you're afraid and you're scared, take a friend with you. Find that person. Find your person that you can talk to about this stuff. Go to a doctor. Doctors are amazing. Therapists are amazing. I struggled with finding the right one for years. And, you know, it's all really scary, but I promise you it helps. Because if I didn't have any of that stuff, I probably would be dead in a ditch somewhere, to be honest. And I mean, I 
definitely give a lot of credit to God. God saved my life in so many ways because of all the people he put in my life to get me to where I am now, for sure. I I definitely wouldn't be alive because of all the things that had been done or that I had done. And I'm thankful. I'm grateful. I have faith in him. I have faith in my future, even on days where I can't seem to get out of bed or days where I'm uncontrollably sobbing because I feel so alone. I know that there are people out there praying. I know that there are people out there that love me. And I know that there's a God in heaven that needs me and needs me to talk about this stuff. So anyway, this one's getting super long and I want to cut it off. I know that that's like a fire hose of information all at once in a short amount of time. I'm sorry about that. If you do have more questions, please, please, please shoot me an email. It's Rebecca.Zens, R-E-B-E-K-A-H dot Z-E-N-S at gmail.com. Do not be shy. I love questions. I love talking about this stuff. Or if you just need somebody to listen to you, I will listen. Please send me anything if you if you need me. I'm there. Peace, love, have a great week, have a great few days. If I don't record another one tomorrow, maybe I will. Who knows? Thanks again. Be blessed. Hey, thanks for listening. If you liked today's episode, please go subscribe to Messy and Mundane Podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, or Overcast today to get updates on future episodes. And be sure to check out our website at www.themessygospel.com. Have a great day and be blessed.